It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And it's Wade and Ryan here. Another episode of NFL in London. That's Wade, Wade, Wade McWayne, Ryan Call here. The start one edition. It is the start of the NFL season is upon us. I just uh, subjected Ryan to my new wing recipe that I'm trying out. They're excellent. I said to you, the one thing I said, this country struggles, wings and nachos. Yes. And those are some of the best, those are the best wings sauce. Thank you. Wings I've had. So they're fantastic. The key to wings is to blanch them first. Blanch Blanch them first. Blanche, also one of my favorite characters on the Golden Girls. Look, people, yeah, people have no, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking Blanching about. Blanching means you boil it and uh, basically t- render the fat off. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, boil the wings for a couple minutes, and then they're good and go and ready to crisp. Always like nice and crispy. potatoes. Exactly. Like potatoes. So, uh, enough recipe talk. Let's talk to the recipes of the NFL. Lots of things going on in the NFL. A couple of retirements have just happened. Ryan Shazier. Uh, obviously, a lot of us wanted him to come back, but... I don't know. I don't think anyone wanted him to die on the no. field, to be honest with you. Um, Ryan Shazier uh, has retired, officially retired. And so is Aqib Tlaib. He is now officially retired as well. Um, yeah, I can see that. Like, if there's any year where if you're on the fence about not playing, it's the COVID years just yeah, to course. say, all right, I'm done. Forget it. This isn't worth it. You're not going to be in front of your last year. You have no yeah, fans. No fans, no nothing. This is not the swan song you wanted. This isn't the way you wanted to retire. Yeah, Speaking, just in the most, <clears throat> especially if you're going to be on a shit team. Right? Yeah. Unless you're going to be on a Super Bowl team. Uh, other big interesting news, very effective. Uh, uh, Von Miller looks like he could be up oh, the whole year. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about on the last play of practice, he injured his leg. It was a lower leg injury. Uh, of this course, is why Allen had... Iverson didn't practice. Right? Yeah. Just because of this. It's exactly. He was also it. drunk. But, yeah. um, <laughs> no. But, uh, no, it's right. That's a killer. Right? That's a killer for their defense. Last fr- yeah, exactly. Because, like, with him, because last year he struggled because Bradley Chubb went out. Which yep. made his job even harder. And now Bradley Chubb's going to probably struggle a bit more because Von Miller's out. And they were just that promising team that everyone kind of was. They were the, the little, the fancy team. The people were like, if Drew Locke can do this, the little sneaky yeah. bet you throw on the Broncos to maybe sneak in there and get a playoff spot. Well, the pass rush, uh, having Von Miller, having that ability, having a guy who orchestrates a defense like that for them. Obviously, you know, when you've got a guy who's sort of unproven in Drew Locke in terms of captaining a whole season, uh, obviously... Still the only team with home field advantage just because of where they play. Yeah. Like, there's not many teams, like, especially with fans, that's where the home field advantage comes in because it's yeah. so loud and crazy. But Denver is the only place where people struggle because of the like, the oxygen and everything. So they actually still have a, an advantage at home. They do. And, and also does. with the legalization of marijuana, you would think if someone ever tried to hotbox that stadium just as a sense of it and go, you know what? The air is thin enough up here anyway. Everyone blaze. Everyone man. get your edibles. Uh, so that is uh, tough for them. Uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, looks like he's signing the five-year, uh, one hundred and five million dollar contract. Well, they were showing he was looking for houses in Hard Knocks. He was looking yeah. at this insane house, almost looked like in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it's incredible because he was feeling this new contract. So Jadavius White just got one a few days ago, yes. and he was the highest paid. So he got to be the highest paid corner for about a day and a half. Yeah. Which uh, maybe will inspire him to be even better this year. Keep trying. But again, if you're uh, the Rams, you traded two number ones for this guy, and he is one of the best quarters. You can't let him go. It's like yeah. you traded two number ones. Like and whatever it costed you, you had to pay it just because of how much you gave for this guy. But they are getting one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL. But he did, he hasn't been the same in the last couple of years. He's uh, he hasn't. We see a lot of that or the regression of a lot of the guys too. You get the big contracts. Does well, that mean you're still going to be able to put up or shut up? He just got really because of that. Uh, he just was the big talker and he was talking a lot of trash with the Jags. He's like, we're going to beat the Patriots yeah. and 
and all that. It kind of his mouth caught up to him a bit, if it seemed like. But this is where it's just one of those bounce back years, I think. Where well, I'm gonna say he's not gonna talk as much, but he will. But I don't think he's gonna be making declarations. No. he's just gonna play ball. And so I think this is he's gonna be motivated. I think the Rams. You know, obviously the Rams have got to put up or shut up in this one. They've got to be able to. Do, you know, they got a good defense. They do have a great secondary. He does add to that. Um, but again, the trash talking, I think that start for the younger guys, not so much the older guys as you get older. But it just puts the Rams in a little spot, too, because they're such in a uh, salary cap tricky situation because of the, the Todd Gurley contract they've given out. Given out a huge one to Jared Goff. They've given out a huge one to Aaron Donald. They've yeah. given out now a huge one to Jalen Ramsey. Like That's going to catch up with you in a couple of years, so... They, they could be in a big trouble in about two, three years. Yeah, no, it's like uh, they're sort of, uh, their contracts are like an episode of Oprah. Check out her, you get a yeah, contract, you get a contract, yeah, you get a contract. The South Park, Netflix, you've been greenlit. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, the other big news is uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is a number two receiver. Uh, he likes to receive number twos. <laughs> I don't know. This is just a motivating thing, I think. I think I, so. I don't think anyone believes... Who believes in Instagram model? First of all, it doesn't mean anything. Like yeah. the, the number one cornerback will cover the number one receiver. They'll yeah. determine who's the... They're not going to be like, oh, I'm the best, like, Jalen Ramsey, being like, oh, I'm not allowed to cover uh, yeah. Odell because he's number two and I'm number one corner. I mean... It's just a depth chart thing. It doesn't really mean anything. Everyone knows Odell's number one. I think this is just to get, to kind of give him that little push. But the problem is Odell's not, the, I don't know how Odell reacts to stuff like that. Does he, because he, he seems a bit emotional, Odell. Yeah. Years of, you know what I'm talking about. The, the Instagram model said that he likes being shit on. Is that what it was about? <laughs> he's not the number two? No. Oh, I thought he's not no, the number it two. No, it means that there was a model that actually hooked up to them that said that he actually likes oh, really? shit this on. Oh, really? had nothing to do with no. him being declared. Oh, no, it's well, actually that. I never the, heard that. The joke was that he actually enjoys being defecated upon. Wow. I mean, it's an it made my whole <laughs> argument completely pointless. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought you knew. No, I had no idea. I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So apparently, I haven't looked up. It's an news. Instagram model who had said that he likes being defecated upon. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean. Tanya, he's definitely going to get shit on every time he crosses oh God, yeah. the, from a community across with someone. But that's hilarious. I had no idea. No, it's a bit. You should of, just let me go for like 10 I minutes. would. I thought about it, but I thought you knew. But it wouldn't have been a bad motivating move for him. I it would. Well, look at it. The start of season one, and someone's like, you like the dookie, don't you? Um, well, so it doesn't really surprise me though, Dale. Wow, I think a lot of them, you know when you have Instagram models, you, you never know what these Instagram models are going to say to get famous anyway. And who isn't model that, on Instagram? I mean, everyone. Is. I'm a professional Mario. Carter, you got the so. right app. Everyone's a model on Instagram. Yeah, and you notice they're you're on Instagram. It's all sponsored. They're all sponsored stories. Yeah. Anyway, look, let's go to real football. <laughs> let's real go football. in. Let's talk. Let's talk shit. Uh, let's yeah. talk first game of the season. The defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, playing against a team who had them 28 to nothing in the playoffs 24. last... I think it was 24. Uh, was it 24? I thought it was 28. I thought they had them. Might have been 28. Yeah, I thought it was 28 no. Uh, and then they came back. Um, this is uh, a team that we, you know... Or 20, it was 24. Yeah, yeah it was 24, 20. and then they scored four touchdowns yeah, yeah, in the, the second touchdowns. quarter. 20, yeah. To make it 28 24. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, you know, you've got wide receiver. Uh, you've got uh, running a new running back. Um, but Kansas City, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of changes that happen here. Will they be able to adjust? Uh, you know, obviously having the home field advantage in Kansas City, having that crowd, it was gone uh, in terms of this. So, you know, um, well, they're gonna have sixteen thousand, sixteen thousand fans. Well, there. we'll see how that goes. Spread out, just just how watch how will uh, you know Bill O'Brien and his magical mystery tour of tricks? Uh, be able to face off against the Kansas City defense, who is coming back hard and strong to well, repeat. Well, 
this is going to be like I think you know they're the the lucky sixteen thousand fans are in for uh, what should be actually I think going to be a real good game. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think the Chiefs are just going to walk away with this. I think. Um, I think if you're not if you're Houston and you're not motivated by what happened last year and that debacle, yeah, uh, I think this is a chance for Bill O'Brien, who I have taken many joys shitting on him. To be honest with you, uh, keeping on the theme of the show, mm-hmm. uh, because of, I think everyone's. I think this is to me one of the biggest games of Bill Bryan's Bill O'Brien's career, right? Yeah. Um, after everything that's happened with him getting mocked over the trades, with him giving up all their draft picks. Uh, for everyone, with them getting rid of Desha- uh, DeAndre Hopkins. This is his chance to be like, no, no, I'm not a crazy madman at the wheel. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. These moves have been strategic. I think, I don't really, I think even though they lost DeAndre Hopkins, I think bringing in someone like Brandon Cooks, if Will Fuller can stay healthy. And I, Cooks. Yeah, and Cooks is back. They both stay healthy. Yeah. I, think, I think they have a chance to still be able to move the ball. They still got Deshaun Watson, who they just gave a massive contract. I think the X. Factor in this game for me is David Johnson yeah. and what he's going to be like because I think that to me is not just because I drafted him uh, in our draft, but I'm I'm actually excited to see because I think if any running back has a chip on his shoulder, it's David Johnson. It should be. I mean, you wonder how age is going to take him and what's going to happen with him as well. I mean, you do have Will Fuller and uh, Cooks who are sort of injury prone. You know, you've lost uh, the offensive line as well. Uh, you know, stru- is going to struggle. Both offensive lines actually sort of struggle in this one. Um, and you, you wonder as well, I mean, you look at the protection for, you know, losing Dr. Laurent uh, from, he was a good blocker. And, you know, you lose that for, for Patrick Mahomes, that's going to yeah. allow that defense to come in as well. So this, I think, is going to be, you know, the, the whole thing is traditionally the first games are not that high scoring. Well, Thursday there's night, been a couple. There's, there's the, the Chiefs. Patriots, yeah. The Patriots, Chiefs, yeah. or Patriots got whooped. Um, I think, yeah, with this, with... Uh, with Patrick Mahomes, like this is just his chance. This is what's going to be scary for the rest of the NFL. Is going to be watching this game being like if it's like forty two nothing, yeah, or like forty two seven in the third quarter. Everyone's going to be like, oh, man. Yeah. we're going to start getting rolled every week because yeah. you know it's going to be like vintage two thousand seven Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. When they were just literally like halftime thirty five. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all done. The, the Vegas couldn't put the spread high enough. Yeah, <laughs> that, like, they were doing points. spreads like college spreads, like twenty six yeah. and a half. In yeah. Then by the third quarter, it's like 49. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, and that's, I think, what everyone's worried about because Mahomes has got his swagger. They got um, Hilaire, that yeah. new, exciting, where everyone's just blowing a load over. I hope I've got him on one of my loads. So I think everyone's like, number one pick, let's yeah. take the rookie. So again, we'll see how good he is. Uh, things, people always get hyped up and they don't really last. But people are coming for the champs. I think people. They they want to you always want to beat the best you want yeah. to beat the champs and this is a game for the Chiefs to show that they're coming for the they're coming for they're running it back as they say running it back say. so what is your prediction on this game then Ryan well, give me a score I think the Chiefs are going to win but I'm going to say they're not going to cover I'm okay. going to say it's because I don't think the Chiefs have that great of a defense I think uh, they got a pretty good front four I think there's sus- I think that uh, the the Honey Badger, yeah. Matthew in the, in the in the secondary. But other than that, I think their corner's weak, and I think Deshaun Watson can exploit that. And I think David Johnson's going to have a better game than a lot of people think. So I'm going to say it's going to be Chiefs 31, Texans 28. 31-20. Well, we have one of the scores the same. I also had the Chiefs scoring 31 points, but I had the Texans scoring 20. This is a home game. Super Bowl champs. They're coming back. You know... 
they've had their number. I don't. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a home game, but I don't think anyone's worried about sixteen thousand fans. I you know they're. Not, it's not about the sixteen thousand fans. It's like we are going to win our first game at home to start the new season, and they got the motivation for them. Yeah, they do have some weaknesses at defense, but you know at the same time they will can get torched uh, by by Fuller, which you know there'll be a points back and forth on it. Uh, but at the end of it, I still see the Chiefs maintaining and holding off and winning this and securing their nine-point uh, uh, margin in this one. The worrisome thing is, too, is like if Bill, if Bill O'Brien gets whooped like big time, then the hot seat burns right away. So your whole year is going to be as Bill O'Brien. Yeah. So it's really important he keeps this close. Even if, I don't think anyone's expecting him to win, no. but I think he needs to keep it competitive. I think he's going to try to keep it competitive, but well, Kansas, try. Kansas City's <laughs> going to have some other chances. <clears throat> Let's move on to the next game, Miami, New England. New England favored this one six and a half points, forty three points is the over under. Cam Newton, first time he hasn't been injured in a long time. Uh, well, we don't know that. We don't whether know whether he hasn't. He's either. fully you know, showing one hundred percent healthy, <clears throat> and we all know that Bill Belichick has a huge winning record on first games. Um, he, he is, is this in Miami? Is it in Miami? Uh, this one is in New England. Uh, this okay. is at Foxborough. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, where uh, Bill O'Bra- or I think Bill Belichick is twelve and zero against first time quarterbacks on their first day, uh, but this time obviously it's gonna be Ryan Fitzpatrick, not Tua. Um, Fitzmagic. So I mean, there's respect. gonna be a lot of questions that are gonna happen. I mean, you know, the, the wide receiving core of New England, uh, the running game of New England, if Sony Michelle can hold it, but also the depth of them. Their defense is solid, but their running game, you know, could be could be suspect. <laughs> How long can Miami hold on? This game is just a mystery, to be honest with you, in a lot of ways. Like, number one, no one knows what Patriots team we're going to see. Uh, Patriots haven't had a running quarterback in ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have someone, since they had Doug Flutie. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't, had a running, yeah, they haven't had a running quarterback. So we don't know what Josh McDaniels can do with that. Maybe this will be like a little new toy he's been, never been able to do with Brady. Doing something called a rollout, which yeah. is something Brady's almost never been able to do. Uh, so I think no one knows what Cam Newton's going to be like. No one knows what the Patriots' D is going to be like. They've had six opt-outs on like all their linebackers. So Belichick is the master of defense. They're still going to have a solid secondary. Um, and then and then you got on Miami. You got they did a lot of a lot of good things in the off season. You know they, again we're not going to see Tua, but um, we got Byron Jones at corner. So they don't really have. To worry, no one's worried about the Patriots, you know, picking you apart with that little small passing yeah. game that Tom Brady did. Yeah. That, that just surgical, yeah, precision passing, sixteen for sixteen, nine minute drives. You're yeah. not going to get that with Cam Newton because Cam Newton's not accurate. So I think Miami is just going to be going at. It. But I think you got to be worried that Cam's going to run. Mm-hmm. I think Cam wants to show that he can still run, but. What you gotta do with Cam is you just gotta hit him in the knees. Not in the knees. You gotta be. You gotta be <laughs> yeah. smart. You gotta hit him. Um, I think. I, I still don't know what to think. Um, I think yeah, Matt Breida is the Miami. The Miami offense is still lots of questions. Yeah, like Preston Williams, Devontae Parker finally broke out after like five years of being that guy in fantasy who you like. I'm gonna take Devontae Parker. I yeah. think this is gonna be his year. So he finally had that year. Will he be able to do it again? Again, last year you had Ryan Fitzpatrick was the number leading rusher. Yeah. With like 270 yards. It's just like the most embarrassing stat in like the history of the NFL almost. Um, but I think the Patriots, it's funny that they're only six and a half. That's such a yeah. slap in the face to the team that usually would be nine at minimum, double digits. So I'm going to go with the Pats. I think they're going to win. I think Cam is going to have a decent game because he's going against Miami. Um, I think Fitzmagic, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. He does his stuff. Weeks one to three is Fitzmagic yeah. time. 
Uh, so I think it's going to be not as high scoring as I think it's going to be 24-20 for the Pats. 24-20 with Miami covering the spread. I, you know, Bill Belichick's always prepared on week one. That's his thing. Preparation, preparation. As we said, there's too many X factors going in. They are going into Foxborough. They are going into this. There's something to prove here. And the problem is, is that New England defense is that secondary is a pick machine. They are going to grab a lot of those Ryan Fitzpatrick balls, I think. And I think he's going to have a struggling time with that. I have New England absolutely devastating on this one. 30-17. to 17. Um, I think there'll be a lot of points, but New England is going to try to prove it. Cam's going to run a lot. They're not going to have a lot of answers for him. He'll be able to dish off the ball. Michelle, to everyone, you know, he is going to be good old in this Cam. one. He's going to be old, old Cam. Cam. As long as he's not throwing himself in the shoulders and throwing himself in like Carolina used to force him to do. But I, too, have New England winning, but I have them covering the spread. <clears throat> Let's move on to the NFC North. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore, 7.5-point favorites in this one. 39.5-point favorites in this one. Is Lamar Jackson... Ooh. As justified yep. as he is, and, and did Cleveland make enough moves in the offseason to be able to prepare themselves for a march ahead? Yeah, it's a huge game for Baker uh, Mayfield, more than anyone. I think no one would be surprised if Lamar had a bit of a drop-off. What he did last year was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterback having 1,200 yards rushing, 35 passing touchdowns. He was unstoppable. He was, he was incredible to watch. Um, but... This is all about Baker Mayfield, I think, yeah. this game. I think Baker Mayfield needs to really shake off what happened last year. I think everyone, like, they were such the hype team of last yeah. year. Everyone was talking, Cleveland Browns, or Cleveland oh, yeah. good enough They're to the new the Tampa, Super Bowl. the old Tampa. Now, and again, so they brought in a new coach, Stefanski, Stefanski. Yeah, Stefanski, it's his um, first year. It's his first year. First so game. I don't, he's not a, like, a knuckle knucklehead, as they say, like yeah. Freddie Kitchens was. Like, Freddie Kitchens just did not inspire confidence. I think Stefanski's... Bit of no nonsense. Got really good work out of Case Keenum in Minnesota. Like mm-hmm. he was part of that offense. So I think he's going to really help Baker. And I think Baker's got to get this ball moving. I think they've done enough to solidify the offensive line. But it's just that that thing is 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 it just like with lots of teams now when it's quarterbacks going into their third year, especially all the other ones that aren't Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, yeah. Sam Darnold, and they want to see is like are these guys ready to take that next step? So. Uh, I just don't think... I think Baltimore is still too good. I think Baltimore is pissed off that they, they went out early, and I think Lamar is just going to go off again. I just don't think uh, Cleveland has the secondary to stop all the weapons, and I think they're going to be so afraid of Lamar running that he's going to be able to get a couple deep ones. So I'm going to go... What is the spread? What was the spread? Uh, the spread is 7.5. So I'm going to go with uh, Baltimore to win 30-20. Uh, to 20. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the Baltimore defense is solid across everything. Uh, and the, the one thing that surprised me is Cleveland didn't make a lot of changes to their offensive line, which was porous last year. They made some good changes to their defense, which should be able to slow down the run a bit and maybe the secondary. But Baltimore is going to be firing. They've got a lot of weapons. They're at home. Um, and as you say, it's Stefanski. It's his first game. Your first game as a head coach. And in the going up against Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So it's not... An ideal situation. It's not. So I, I'm going to say that I've got Baltimore to win this one, 28-13. to 13. All right, now we move on to a game that's close to Ryan's heart. We have the Yay. Buffalo Bills, 6.5-point favorites over the New York Jets. Total in this game, 39.5 points. A lot of people do not think this will be a high-scoring game. Uh, Buffalo, got Stephon Diggs. They've, got, they've added, they've got speed, they've got Cole Beasley. Uh, you've got Brown, you've got Singletary. Is there any way that this hapless Giants defense who have traded away some of their best players 
has a chance of no. stopping this Buffalo. To game. me, this is uh, this is my lock of the week. Six and a half. I think Buffalo Bills are definitely. Uh, and this again, this isn't coming from. It is obviously coming from a bit of bias, but yeah. it's coming from an obvious realization that the Jets are just talent starved. They just they have Sam Darnold. No one's gonna you know do yeah. shit on Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. Again, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. You know, they have uh, Brashard Perryman, who came on last year, but he's been a disappointment his whole career. They drafted Denzel Mims. They got Mackay Becton. Becton as their uh, offensive lineman. So that's going to help them. But again, Le'Veon Bell just hasn't looked that dynamic. Um, and I think you've just got a Bills team that's just... you got a team that's been together for three years straight. Uh, the whole team is coming back. They know each other. They brought in Stefan Diggs. The Jets don't have the secondary. Josh Allen's getting better. And that Bills defense is just going to be able to swarm uh, Josh uh, Darnold and just make it tough on him. Uh, I just don't see any way the Jets have the talent to keep up with this. I think the fact that it's, as they say, in Buffalo doesn't really mean anything because they're not going to have any fans. But I think that Bills' defense is just way too strong and way too strong to give up points. So I'm going to go with the Bills, 28-10. All right. Yeah, I mean... I think we all know what it's like as, as Canadians who live on the border. When you put a lot of pressure on the team and you say to the Bills, this is your year. This is it. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just not. So I think there's a there's going to be a false pressure that goes in with this. I think Becton is going to be good in protecting Sam Darnold. And they are, you know, they have lost. You lose C.J. Mosley, who's not playing yeah, anymore. Yeah, that, again, that's what I mean. And then you've got Jamal, who's, Jamal Adams is gone. So you're like, oh, my God, you're taking the heart and core out of this team. Um so it's really hard, and, and you know, Adam Gase, I, we all know, I'm not a big fan. But, um, you know, look, they should get some protection, but Buffalo should be all over them. I think it's just the accuracy. It's getting the rhythm that they need to have. Um, you know, it would be nice to see what the connections of Diggs and, and Allen is going to be. But I am totally on the Buffalo Bills winning this one. I have them winning this one 26-17. I think that uh, the Jets will be able to score some points, but maybe not enough to keep them in the game. Let's move on to the next game. This one will most likely be on red zone. It's the Las Vegas Raiders at Carolina Panthers. Raiders are three points favorites. Um, look, in this one, you've got Derek Carr, uh, you know, uh, against this team that used to have, a few years ago, one of the most formidable pass rushes in the game. The Carolina defense, pull me one out too as well. The Carolina defense was an incredible uh, defense, and you sort of wonder, where did they go? Now, you've got... Basically, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, and hopefully Robbie Anderson, who's now playing with his former college coach. Robbie still has some speed. They don't have enough no line, and they don't have enough at the secondary that pretty much everyone is going to pick the crap out of them. Um, so I'm wondering in this one, Ryan, how do you see this game going? Is John Gruden finally going to be able to put together a team wow. or a good victory in this one? I don't know how good Gruden's team is. I, I'm interested to see Matt Rule uh, as the coach. Of Carolina and, and Teddy Bridgewater. I'm kind of intrigued. I think there's going to be a couple things I'm I'm also excited for. I'm, Josh Jacobs, I think, is going to have yeah. a huge game. I think uh, fantasy-wise, I'm definitely going to be looking for him in my draft tomorrow because uh, I think he's just a workhorse. Yeah. Right? And I think, uh, you know, the Raiders, I think, just lost Tyrell Williams to an injury, so I think yeah. he's going to be gone for a while, if not the season, which is a big loss because the Raiders, even though they got they, they drafted Henry Ruggs they, to bring in that speed because the Raiders love their speed. Yeah. Um, I just think... Derek Carr is just... He's a, they got Darren Waller. I think they're going to be able to move it enough. I just... 
don't see Carolina with the defense to be able to stop. No. I, even though the Raiders, to be fair, has a, this to me is more of a pick 'em. I, yeah. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Yeah. Just I don't know. I think McCaffrey's gonna go off. Like he's McCaffrey's just gonna be as good as he was. Yeah. A couple of days. He's gonna be like everyone who had the number one pick is like, oh thank God, because having the number one pick and then picking a guy who then starts tanking. So, yeah. It's the worst feeling in the world to yeah. have that happen to you. So. Uh, but I, I think the Raiders are just good enough to win this. I think that's a good spread, three, because I think it's literally going to come down to that. I think it's going to be low scoring. So I'm yeah. going to say Raiders with a push, 2017. 20 to 17. See, I, I have this one be starting out slow and getting explosive as it goes on. Um, this is a one Gruden wants to send a message. He wants to send an impact message in Carolina. I think this will be high scoring. I've actually got this as a 40. I've got a 50 point on this one. Oh. I have Vegas scoring this one 33 to 17. I see a lot of points in this game. Look, you have defenses and you have some offenses that can open up the ball. And that's what you're going to see. Christian McCaffrey with long runs. Uh, Derek Carr airing it out. Um, so I have this one. This will be one of those games that's going to be, oh my God, on red zone again. Scott Hansen telling us once again another score, once again another score. Will it matter? I'm confident for a Raiders game. Raiders haven't been that team, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I think Josh Jacobs is I think, awesome. I think this will be one of these ones that when you have teams of this capacity, they're just going to chuck it and, and, and have some fun with it. High-scoring game. Vegas wins 33-17. Um, all right. Seattle, Atlanta. Uh, you know, Seattle is two-point favorites in this one. Matt Ryan has continued to have play good football. And you wonder what's happening when the injuries have just plagued them every year. You've got Julio Jones. You have Calvin Ridley. Now you've got Todd Gurley. Um, so what can this Back team in do? Georgia. Back but then you Georgia. have this Seattle team, which is now fronting one of the greatest, a great defense in this team. Um, well, they have the same protection. They didn't make a lot of protection in moves to protect Russell Wilson. Um, but their O-line is going to give up something, and, and their running game is going to struggle in this one. Uh, but Atlanta, also, their defense sucks. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think this is going to be tough for Atlanta. I think because their, their, their secondary is really, really not good. So I think, Russell, if you're like in daily fantasy, someone like Tyler Lockett... So I think everyone's going to be worried about DK Metcalf. Yeah. Tyler Lockett could be this guy who could go off this week. I think I think the Seattle's it's got a better defense. Um, you know they did lose Clowney, but they still have you know Bobby Wagner uh, at the center, who's just literally a team leader, unbelievable player. And I think just with Russell Wilson having that running game, he's just so good. He doesn't turn it over. I think. Uh, Hayden Hurst will be interesting to watch. Yeah. But again, with the Calvin Ridley thing and Julio Jones, we've seen all this before. We know what Julio Jones is going to do. Yeah. We want to see Calvin Ridley. We're going to know we're going to get two touchdowns from Calvin Ridley and then he'll go quiet for four. I want to see some consistency like when Matt Ryan was the MVP. Yeah. And that's what we haven't seen out of Atlanta. And I just think going up against a team like Seattle, it's just too tough. I think Seattle's... Just got the better coaching. I think Dan Quinn is still. They should have fired him last year. Yeah. I think. I think they've just gone on too long with him, and now it's again. If he loses, then you're gonna have this distraction. <coughs> it was a real mistake, and and so I think uh, Seattle's gonna take this pretty pretty easily. I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh, 31 uh, to 21. 31 21. Ryan has a 10 point spread. Interesting enough, Seattle has not not covered their week one since 2014. There we go. So um, they're ready. They're prepared. No, I, I actually have Atlanta winning this game. Really, I do. It's Atlanta at home. Atlanta hasn't wow. won at home in a while. Seattle is always one of those teams that starts slow, 
Um, but I think a dome at home is the worst advantage. It could it? be. It could be. You've also got this Atlanta. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's no crowd. There's no like, crowd. See, you're going to be like. But you're be in rocking. Atlanta. I think being away from Atlanta and the fact is you've got rookies that are covering Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. They're going to expose those. You're going to see a lot of deep balls from Matt Ryan. He's going to try to chuck it and try to cover these guys in. You're it's not gonna be a fun game. You're not going to get the run going. Uh, but I actually like Atlanta to upset this one. I like a high-scoring game. I have Atlanta to win 30-28 to 28, uh, in, a, in an upset. Uh, yeah. but I, and I love the, the Seahawks to do it, but I think you're going to start with this hiccup. Moving on. Philadelphia at Washington team. No, yeah. um, <laughs> Washington. Six-and-a-half-point favorites for uh, the Eagles. That's um, it? Yes. Oh, God, Lord. All right, I think that's a good another good bet right there. So, uh, six and a half points. This is, to me, this is a bit of an insult to Washington. You know, they're not that horrible. Yeah, they're not that good. We don't know. They're not that Haskins. good, but they're not that horrible. They've, they've had all this turmoil. The, yeah. the team's a mess. We don't know what how Dwayne Hassan's going to be. They covered Adrian Peterson. Darius Geis. Got a, got a rat. He's gone from yeah. the team. No idea what any weapons they have on offense. They got McLaren. To me, like this is yeah. They got McLaren, but you got Dwayne Haskins. He doesn't have Jordan Reed yeah. to get injured again. But it's just to me, it just feels like Philly has a chance now. They got to basically show Deshaun Jackson's back. He's always good for the first couple games. Yeah, and then he gets injured. hurt. Um, but so I think I think Carson Wentz. This is a big year for him to prove because I think a lot of people have just lost it, lost yeah. a bit on him. So I think he's going to come out week one firing, and I think this is going to be. Uh, I'm going to pick this game definitely. My yeah. picks the Philly to cover because I think Philly's got to show something, and I just don't think Washington with the turmoil of the team name and just the 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 what's investigation. There's yeah. just no. No consistency, and I just think even though Ron Rivera he's had cancer, he's had to leave to yeah. get treatment. I just think this team's going to be a mess. I think they're kind of banking on it, maybe, so they can maybe get a high pick. Sure. So I'm going to go Philly. It's going to win this uh, pretty easily, twenty-four to seven. Twenty-four to seven. Yeah, you know, I don't see this being that close. I, you know, Carson Wentz. The one thing that they do, you got Carson Wentz, but they've made no change to that offensive line. That offensive line is still crap. It's yeah. one of the worst offensive lines in football, and you've got that. Uh, Washington team defense, their front four is really yeah. fast and good. It so good. the difference is going to be is I think Wentz is going to struggle in this game. I think he could go down. They're going to struggle to get the ball. He's going to try to find uh, Deshaun Jackson. But I see this being a closer really? game. Oh. I have Washington, or, or sorry, Philadelphia winning it, but only 20 to 18. I think Washington's going to keep themselves in the game. They're at home. The hometown crowd will not be there, but the spirit of the people will be. Moving on to our next game in uh, the NFC North. We have Chicago Bears visiting Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions is favored by three points. Wow, look at and this. And 44 points Who'd over under. Who would have thought a couple years ago thunk, huh? Detroit would be three-point favorite. Exactly. With the, the Bears. mighty Bears defense. This is going to be... I th- I'm excited to see Khalil Mack this year. I'm excited. To, I think he knows he had a disappointing year last year, considering how good he was the year before. He signed that big contract. I think, again, I, I, I'm I kind of going to be cheering for Trubisky a bit. I think everyone just shits on it. Yeah. This is just naive. That's just mostly me. Just put it in my <laughs> head now. Like I can't think of anything other than saying shit on. But yeah. no one has received more shit <laughs> yeah. dumped on their right chest. On my chest. Drop a steamer right away. Dumped come on, on their chest. A one-handed. <laughs> more than Mitch Trubisky. So I would love to see him come out and do a four-touchdown game and just show and shut up, everyone. Because... It, it couldn't be as worse as his start that he had last year against Green yeah. Bay when he came out just missing everyone. Yeah. Wide open guys, throwing it over him. Um, I think losing Montgomery, I'm a bit worried about 
how they're going to move the ball. They say he's going to be back. Um, but I'm actually thinking, the thing is, I think Matt Stafford is so massively underrated. I think he was tearing it up last year before he yeah. got hurt. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I think he's got a bit, bit more weapons now. I think I don't really believe in Matt Patricia, but I think uh, I think Detroit is can definitely keep this close. I think they're actually going to win it. I'm going to go Detroit to win. It's going to be a tough one. 21-17. 21-17. So they'll Look, cover just. Some of the things, obviously as a Bears fan, as many of you loyal listeners know, the problem is, okay, sure, we've had the quarterback controversy, but we didn't upgrade many of our offensive line, which you should have done. Or our receivers. Or the receivers. Well, we got some of the, 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 the defense. Right. I mean, you know, Cordell Patterson is not. How are we going to no. use him this year? Montgomery is supposed to be back. The problem is that offensive line is going to make it very difficult because they're porous. We also have possibly one of the worst run games in the, in the league. We do. You know, if you look at the amount of points that we score and the amount of yards we score on the run, Chicago sucks at this. The one shining point, I will say, though, Matt Stafford has a bad back, and he always has. Yeah. And when you come back for playing your first game without a preseason, without getting well, hit, that's a worry to and you're a old, and it just takes Khalil Mack to grab, and you get chucked across, your back muscles, you know, it starts to atrophy. You go in there, and that's when you get them. Sure, he's going to hit Marvin Jones. But, you know, you've got the... Yeah, Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Galladay, Yeah, Kenny Galladay. But I think this is really also a big uh, season for Matt Nagy. I think Matt Nagy was really hyped. He won Coach of the Year, I think, a couple years ago. And everybody thought he was going to be like the quarterback whisperer. Yeah. Trubisky had that year. So now, again, like Sean McVay, where you had that off year and you're this like coach that everyone's talking about we need to get our Matt Nagy yeah. and you have a shit year and then you're like no forget, no, we don't need, forget Matt Nagy we Matt need Nagy. someone pretty like uh, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury exactly. oh wait never mind we need an old yeah. man an old man exactly <laughs> that's what it's going to be so uh, it's a big year for Matt Nagy he's got to come out firing He, I think it, it could be a really close game I, again to me it all depends on Mitch Trubisky because I know Matt Stafford's going to be fine and I yeah. know he's going to move the ball but can Trubisky move the ball consistently the problem with Trubisky last year is that even when he was running and he showed some success Success at running, he lost his confidence in it, and the play calling showed that. In that one year, in one play, he'd be going. He's like, "Run it, okay, great." He got seven years on the seven yards on the scramble. The next play, he's stuck in this glue, and you're not throwing it. Like either run or pass, do something. But his hesitation in the pocket was so frustrating. You go, "Come on, kid, it's not college anymore. You got to get this going." Hopefully, the fire of having Nick Foles uh, under his ass, taking a shit on his chest, will make him inspired. I have the Bears winning this one, twenty-three to twenty. In an upset. All right, this game will be interesting. Indianapolis going in visiting Jacksonville. Right. Indianapolis is favored by eight points. However, historically, Jacksonville's actually had a very big advantage over Indianapolis in the past few years. Well, historically, Jacksonville's had players. They've had it better. <laughs> they haven't got rid of yeah. all of their players historically. Just like keeping up with the Kardashians, this has been canceled. Um, so- yeah, this is a fun game. Um, I think Jacksonville, to me, is a disaster. I think Gardner Minshew's going to do all his best, but he's just going to be... I think that, that NDD is good. It's solid. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Phil Rivers, I don't think it's going to light up. I don't think he's going to put up like 30 points and put up 28 and just move it. Yeah. I think he's going to struggle a bit because, again, I think, to be fair, I think we're overestimating how many points are going to get scored. I think we could see a lot more low-scoring games. Yes. Because I think the offenses are actually going to struggle. Without, without um, a preseason, yeah. Yeah, without a preseason, you really not even going like yeah you're going up against your defense in practice but you know not being able to see any other looks or it's gonna yeah. be really tough so i think defense is gonna have the upper edge this game but i just think this i just think jacksonville's got nothing they got yeah. running backs they got dj chark who's all right um but it was actually no it's better than all right he had a great year last year so but i just think 
with T.Y. Hilton, with Marlon Mack. Uh, they just got more weapons. So I'm going to go with them to win 20-3. to 20-3. Uh, I like this game only because, and that's a, that's a clearing of my throat because we ate chicken wings, <laughs> not COVID. Um, look, Rivers, and it, by all accounts, I, the Rivers to T.Y. Hilton combination is so exciting to me. Adding in Calais Campbell, and then also adding in Jack Doyle. Uh, I, you know, they do, Jacksonville does not cover against a tight end very well. I think Doyle, if you're going to play him in your DraftKings, he's going to be great. He's going to have lots of points. Calais Campbell's going to load it up as well. And then T.Y., as soon as Philip Rivers sees him, Rivers still has a great arm for an old man. And Well, no, he's just he just really throws well in anticipation. Like, he'll get it yeah. there. He's got a bit... Like, Rivers passes hang in the air, and somehow you're always shocked at how they get there, but he's just got such pinpoint accuracy. But he never had this offensive line. And also no, his defense. This that's offensive what... line, he's got tons of time now. The defense in, in Indianapolis is underrated There's as just well. so many storylines this yeah. week that... It's almost like you're not gonna, it's a shame you won't be able to watch every game because it's yeah. like you're going to watch your game and I'm going to have to go back and watch tape like I'm an actual We uh, will. Scout. We, we will. Well, we are planning if we're having a safe distance at my house with uh, Game Pass on multiple ones as well as possibly yeah, the Sky like Games. Yeah, everyone's going to do. Get your, mate, get your friends over. Get your friends over and do it. And exactly. we're doing briskets and chicken wings. You're not invited. All right. Our <laughs> final, our, I have this game actually being won. Indianapolis 35, Jacksonville 10. I have this as an absolute smoke show. Moving on to our next game, the final game of the 6 p.m. thread, 1 p.m. in Eastern Time. It is the Green Bay Packers, who are unfavored. That means Minnesota is favored by three points at home with a total over under of 45.5 points. The question is, Aaron Rodgers, you know, the, is this the year he can put something together? You thought, or is this the year it all, fall, it all comes crumbling Well, you, you down. looked at it. In the, in the draft, they could have gone and chosen to get him weapons. Instead, they chose his replacement. So and he is not. Did they up the offensive line? No, they didn't. Did they up the defense? No, you've lost Balaga. You've lost a lot of core players in this team, and you wonder is what are they thinking and how are they going to be able to pull this off? I don't know. I don't know. Green Bay. I know. I mean, I think this is the year. I think Aaron Rodgers says like. I'm going to put everyone on my back and I'm going to carry this team. Like um, Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because I think it is a shame. I think they, they really need they need to sign Antonio Brown or something. Because I think Devontae Adams is great, I think. But the problem is when he's getting doubled all the time, who's going to catch a ball? Lazar, yeah. was, who I think is their number two, which, you know, he had his moments. But everyone thought last year Marquez Valding Scanling was going to yeah. be incredible like I did and he was terrible everyone thought Geronimo and he didn't do anything so they, they keep drafting receivers in the 4th and 5th round and being surprised that they didn't pan out yeah. so this is just a failure of providing Aaron Rodgers tools so I think this is the year Aaron Rodgers says get rid I'm out I'm done yeah. Um, so if they don't go and dominate, I think he's he's going to ask for a trade. Yeah. Um, and I think to the they Bears. should be smart and trade him. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you could get two first rounders for him. Oh, yeah, Rogers you definitely still could. Now. So I, I think Minnesota's just, you know, they, they added um, Ngakwe. Oh, yeah. I think they just got the weapons. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is going to play well. I'm actually going to go with the Vikings to win this. Um, usually I bet on Aaron Rodgers week one, yeah. but I just think Aaron Jones isn't going to be as good as yeah. he was last year. And Dalvin Cook, and they still have Dalvin Cook and Thielen and Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph. And this is Cousins' third year of his contract. So if he wants yeah. to get renewed, he's got to step it up. So I like this Minnesota team this year. I think they're going to be really good. I'm going to go 27-24. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with a push. 
27-24 as a push. Yeah, Minnesota has had a lot of things. The defense, obviously, is a Bears fan. A little scary in this one. I don't have his full faith in Cousins, as everyone else does. I don't uh, have full faith in it. I have... But, you know, Dalvin Cook... He did is, win a playoff game last year, so you got to give him that. you got Dalvin Cook, I think, which will have a big game, because I don't know if Green Bay... They're, you know... They were able to, I think in their secondary, they will do a lot of good coverage last year, but the running game, you could gash them. And all you have to look at is what the San Francisco 49ers did to them in the playoffs. They had no answer for that running game. And, and to think that they're going to be able to stop some of the big running teams this year is ridiculous. They're not going to. Um, you, know, you, you look at losing Balaga, you know, losing for, the, for that sort of piece of the... Of the well, the, yeah, but again, yeah, they, they, Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks he can have a weak offensive line and he'll still get it done. But the problem is, he just doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have the speed. Jimmy Graham's old. Yeah. Like, if he's even, Jim, yeah, bear, it's, yeah. just, it's just a night. Yeah, he's yeah. gone. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone they brought in who they thought was going to be this piece has not yeah. been that piece. So. Well, Jimmy Graham's a bear now, so we'll see yeah, how so he that's does. What I mean. like, but, just, uh, you know, the one guy who I do like for Minnesota, who I did pick up on my fantasy, Justin Jefferson, uh, yeah, rookie he's kid. He's got speed. some speed on him. Although I did realize in one of my pools, I traded him because I needed a kicker. That's okay. No one's going to touch him. I'll pick him up by week three. Uh, I have Minnesota winning this one uh, comfortably 28-21. to 21, An exciting game. Let's move on finally to our last games, the evening games. These games will play at 9.30, and congratulations to Channel 5, uh, Channel 5 in the UK, who have picked up the rights to Monday Night Football. Uh, a lot of us won't be up at 1.30, but as someone who used to previously host and guest on hockey uh, on Channel 5, I welcome you guys there back you to the fold and look what you're going to do. Take a look first at the Chargers versus Cincinnati. So, uh, the Chargers are favored by three points, uh, total over under 43 points, but we have to wonder is, who the hell are the Chargers? Yeah, and what uh, is Tyrod Taylor going to do with the team? Tyrod. Tyrod. Um, um, oh, you know what? I've been watching Hard Knocks. It's been really boring. Uh, yeah. The COVID Hard Knocks is super boring. Mm. Uh, there's a couple, only a couple interesting things. Again, I, I just don't, I don't see it in the Chargers. Like, I, I think Anthony Lynn's fine. I don't mm. think he's this incredible coach. I think... Um, he, he's had these weapons and he just hasn't been able to do it. Um, and I just think, I actually think this is going to be a little a sneaky upset over yeah. here. I think the Bengals are going to come out. Joe Burrow in his debut game. Yeah. I think with with Joe Mixon, who I think can have a big game. Yeah. If AJ Green's feeling okay, I think he had a bit of an injury, but I think he'll be all right. With their weapons, I think they're just going to let Burrow go and let it loose. And just, I think that the excitement of his first game, yeah. I think Tyron Taylor to me, it's like he's not going to put up like Tyron Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. 25, 30 points. Yeah. Like, Tyron Taylor is the guy who gets you 17, 20. Like, yeah. To be honest with you, like every Bills quarterback. Uh, but I think Joe Burrow is going to be able to just... The adrenaline, the excitement of your first game. And I think uh, Cincinnati is going to want to win it for him. And I just think... I think it's going to be an upset. I think Cincinnati is going to win... Um, I'm going to go 21 to 14. 21-14. I... Agree with Ryan. I also called an upset in this one. I think Cincinnati's going to win this one as well. Uh, the Rams, <clears throat> while they have a good pass rush, um, you know, and, and you've got a good secondary, stopping the run has been one thing the Rams have, have really, or the sort of Chargers have struggled with. Uh, and I think they're going to struggle again with Joe Mixon in this one. That's going to give Burrow a lot of time to, to Duncan Duke. If you actually look at some of the footage of him, uh, you know, when they're in training camps, you know, he's running all over the place. Sure, it would have been great to see him in a matchup against Herbert in this one, which I think will eventually happen. Herbert, to me, is one of the more superior quarterbacks uh, as a rookie in this league. Um, but, you know, I, I think Tyrod's going to be, you know, they've made some adjustments in this Bengals defense now that is actually going to put a lot of pressure on them. 
And while the secondary might not be good, I don't know how deep Tyrod can go. He doesn't have that great of accuracy. And he's, he's not one of those guys that... He's one of those guys that throws a lot off his back feet and makes mistakes... And the Bengals are going to pick up on that. The Bengals are at home. They're looking for a win. They're going to get their first one of the season. They're going to win 17-14. All right, the NFC champions are back. And they're taking on another NFC West hopeful in the Arizona Cardinals. Now, Arizona, you know, they weren't playing for glory last year, but they were playing for a lot of moves. And Kyler Murray impressed. Uh, they've, they've got a, a not bad wide receiving core, uh, which they just added to this year. And now you've got San Francisco, who's lost a lot of players. Uh, and they've lost a lot of momentum. You know, you got Kittle coming back. Debo Potential Sanders. Super Bowl hangover. <laughs> Could, be. That, Could is be. A, that is a true thing. It's like the Madden Oh, yes. Yeah. It totally uh, is. And But, you know, I mean, you and I have both made our predictions, and our predictions won as well. But we didn't see San Francisco doing as well this year. But, you know, you've got George Kittle. How much, how much weight can you put on his shoulders? <laughs> What's going to happen in this game? What's going to happen uh, in this one? You've got the 49ers favored by seven. They're at home. Uh, 47 and a half yeah, points. Yeah, I think this going to be a close game. I think uh, Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins now, with Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, um, you know, uh, Drake, who played great for them yeah. last year. I think and I think Colin Murray, people are expecting, again, he was the number one pick. He had he was the rookie of the year. People expect that, that next step you take in your second year. And I think it's going to be really exciting to play, but I think you're, when you're going against that front four, though, that front four is terrifying. Yeah. Nick Bosa is a monster. Then he's going to be coming at Kyler Murray, so I think they can really rattle him. I think if Kyler Murray gets hit a bunch of times, he can he can get thrown off his game. And I think San Francisco just even though I really want to pick Arizona to upset them, I'm not going to because I think San Francisco just with that defense is going to be able to swarm Kyler Murray. It's going to be able to confuse him, and still um, and I still think Jimmy G, even though with limited weapons, could still hit Kittle. They got the running game, they got the offensive line, so I think San Francisco wins it. But I think. That Arizona's going to cover, and I think it's going to be a twenty. Uh, I'm going to go with 24-23. 24 Francisco. 23 nail biter for Ryan has. Look, uh, if you actually look at the two times that Arizona played San Francisco last year, they were close games. In yeah. fact, both games they led them. Um, so you have to look at it. Is San Francisco's depleted? Yes, they're trying to come back, but they've lost a lot of players in this one. So. To me, this is a chance for Arizona to really shine, to experiment, to have some fun with it. Yes, that front four is quick. But the good thing is Kyler Murray is really friggin' quick, man. And this kid, they're going to plan for this. They're going to plan for a lot of jump options. They're going to plan because once you can hit that secondary and you got some wheels, there's a good chance that Arizona can score. Now, I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be close. And I have San Francisco winning this one 24-20. to 20. Yeah, pretty close. Moving into the game of the week. Hey, do you want to watch this one? Well, you better have Sky if you're living in the UK because this game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans. Oh, my God. Tampa Bay. Shit on my chest. This is, <laughs> this the, is oh, the ultimate oh. turd this, on the chest. This is, yeah, the fiber diet that you're all looking <laughs> for right here. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by three and a half at home. Does it matter in a dome? It's 49 points. TB12. Oh, Gronkowski. I got Fournette. I am pumped for this. This is going to be a crazy everyone's pumped for this game. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think it's just that because I think there's this there's two sides of the puzzle where everyone just wants to see if if Brady still has it that he's going to just absolutely come out and just tear him and run. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the other half and just want to see Brady just eat Dang. a bag of dicks. Yeah. Uh, on the field, so it's and I think there's no in between. I think there's absolutely no in between. I think. Um, 
Again, we all know who New Orleans is. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be surprised by anything they're going to do. Uh, they're going to be able to move the ball. It's what they do. They got Taysom Hill. They got Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Emmanuel they Sanders. They got Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. It makes him even more dangerous. So, yeah. <laughs> um, again, but then you got Tom Brady on the other side. Like some of his most, like, all the weapons. I think Gronk's going to get a touchdown. Yeah. He's gonna, not going to have a good game, but he's going to get, like, a three-yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then pull his hamstring, spiking it, probably. Uh, but uh, this is just such a tough game because I think just the the Brady hype. I'm gonna, you know, I'm not going to bet against Brady. I want to bet against yeah. him. But I just think Brady's going to win this because it's just the hype of week one. I think his teammates are going to be like, dude, yeah. he, we can't fail Tom Brady week one. He's going to murder us if yeah. we do. So I think they're going to play super hard for him. And it's going to be a really fun, exciting, very close game. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, 33-30. 33-30. Ryan, I want you to take a look here what I wrote, where my score is. Yes, exact same score. Exact same score as I wrote down. 33-30. Look, Sean Payton sucks against the spread in these kind of games. He's 1-13 uh, since 2013. Um, you know, Tampa Bay's rush defense stopped Christian McCaffrey last year and shut him down. So you look at all the changes that Tampa Bay has made. You look at everything that they've done. The defense is going to play solid. Now, covering Michael Thomas can be very difficult. <laughs> you know, it's you're, ne- you're never going to cover Michael Thomas. However, as you say, you've got you know the, the New Orleans does have a great shutdown defense. So Tom Brady is going to have to come up with some. This is his first test because New Orleans has a phenomenal defense, and Alvin Kamara will be tough to stop, but they will. So, but they. Brady is going to have to find ways to hit Godwin. He's going to have to find the ways to spread this ball around to use the new Fournette, who's now in the location, into this. Um, so I am still a believer. Brady's a prepper. You know, he preps and everything. He's one of those guys who's going to do his homework, and I think he doesn't more than Sean Payton. And I've got them to win 33-30. to 30. Ryan and I agree on this one. Those are our early games. That's going to be the last one. Now, the late game, and we'll see how late we stay up for this one. The Cowboys at the Rams. Fortunately, I'm on baby duty, so it'll be a morning game. Yeah, it'll be a morning game probably for me as well. However, I'm doing brisket, so we'll see how late I stay up. Dallas Cowboys. Anything that meat will knock you out if you eat all that brisket. Oh, dude, it's it's breakfast brisket. I make my own homemade. I, I might make cornbread. I'm not sure. But there will be, a, it's going to be great brisket. I've already, yeah, it's all good. It's going to brine, and then I'm going to season it, and it's going to cook I'm for excited. nine hours. Plus the wings, you've tried the wings. Right. Look, let's move on. Dallas Cowboys, LA Rams. Are Cowboys the second heralded of what we've talked about? What's happened with the Rams? How do you go from a Super Bowl to just playing like a bag of dicks? Well, bad contracts, uh, injuries to Todd Gurley, who was literally the most dynamic player in football. And I think when you lose, that type of production, what he brought in those years yeah. that he was that good and he earned that contract. When you lose that, your team's going to not be as good. Like, it's obvious. Like, Todd Gurley was a phenomenon yeah. those couple of years. Um, and I think you got Dallas, who's got, you know, again, Dallas going to be able to keep up with every, every anyone in the league, you know. It's all going to come down to Dak Prescott. Everyone's like, is this a year he becomes MVP? Yeah. Is he going to step it up? He's got no excuses. He wants that big contract. He's pissed off. And this is going to be a fun game because it's literally two teams that have so much to prove to feels yeah. like the world. Where Sean McVay needs to prove that he hasn't lost it. He's still a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you got, you know, Dak Prescott with Mike McCarthy. And what is that going to be like? How is that yeah. going to work? Is Zeke going to be back on form? 
You know, it's just so many questions. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think that's why they made it two and a half. I think that's a really good line. Yeah. Because I think, I actually think Dallas is basically going to win by, by three. Uh, I think okay. Dallas is going to win uh, 26. No, actually, that's too little too slow. I'm going to say 34-31. Okay. Dallas. I think with Greg the Leg Zerloin, um, I just think Dallas has so much to play for and so much to prove that they're not going to let this slip away. Even though if it was in L.A. with the new stadium and the yeah. new fans... Totally would have picked LA. It is in LA. No, I know, but if we had yeah. the fans. Yeah, yeah, with the, the new the, fans. The yeah. opening, yeah. And the excitement, and the fireworks. I would have gone with the Rams. But here's the problem that I have: is that the Dallas has lost a lot of their chunks of their O line, and they've lost a lot of the chunks of the defense. The the, the O line that Dak used to have is not there, and he's not one of those guys that does well under pressure. He's not one of those guys that's able to actually get a good sense of pressure. He tosses the ball away. Zeke, I think, is going to have a good game in this one. But what the difference is, I think, here is that. McVeigh is prepped for this one. And I think Goff is prepped for this one. And I think Cooper Cup is going to have a good game. And I think Woods is going to have a good game. The front pass rush excited for of Dallas is good. But if you go deep in them, you can hurt them. And that's what they're going to do, go deep. And I have the Rams upsetting Dallas. 31-30 nice. in this one. A high-scoring late game, which I will watch in the morning. <laughs> we move to the Monday night games. There's two Monday night games, as they often do, in week one. The first game takes place at 12-10 GMT. Uh, which means it's a... It's Good morning time. Exactly. Good morning time. Well, you could stay up for this one if you want to on Monday. Ryan is a baby... New baby da- daddy. Baby new... Yeah, stay baby at home daddy. dad, just rocking it. So and, uh, and yeah, I like to date girls in their 20s. So the <laughs> difference is uh, the, the schedule. Uh, you got Pittsburgh, six-point favorites with New York Giants who... By all accounts, are looking great. You've got Slayton, which is looking good. You've got Daniel Jones, who's coming in. Saquon Barkley. Is this the year that the Giants can finally pull the tools? Because they've got a lot of tools, is it? Can they actually pull it together? Uh, we don't know. Again, this but is But Pittsburgh has one of the best defenses. I think you got Pittsburgh with Big Ben coming back. Yeah. Um, again, you got, I think Pittsburgh has the same offense they've had for a couple of years. It doesn't blow me away. I'm still of concerns about Big Ben. He always gets injured the last couple of years. Um, and, and especially coming off a big elbow injury. Juju Smith-Schuster came off a bad year. James Conner came off a bad year. It's yeah. like the whole offense. What is it going to be? Because even when we saw it with Big Ben in week one, they were blown away by the Patriots 31-3 yeah. yeah. last year. So Preparation. To me, it's just like this is about Joe Judge and the Giants. And yeah. How is Daniel Jones going to be? I still think they don't have the weapons um, to pa- in the passing game. I think Evan Ingram is going to be good. But I think right now, I, I think Pittsburgh defense is just too good, and they're going to be able to shut down. Um, uh, but I think it's going to be a low-score game. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 20-17. I literally okay. don't think anyone's going to score a lot of points. So you also have Pittsburgh covering, or New Giants covering. I have the Giants covering. I think it's going to be good. They're, they're good at home. I think they're going to play well. I've got this one as a 27-24 game. Uh, the Pittsburgh defense, Minka Fitzpatrick is just phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. Um, uh, but... Or Minga, yeah, sorry. And then I've got Saquon. You know, how are you going to stop Saquon, which I think Pittsburgh is going to struggle with as well. Also, what worries me about how good James Conner is going to be this year. You know, how good is he going to be in in getting it going? Because, you know, having, since the Le'Veon years, yeah, he had a good year. But he's had, they haven't had solid running, like, you know, devastating running. I, I, I like New York to cover this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. It's going to be one of those games that harkens back to the 90s. But I have Pittsburgh winning but not covering the spread. We finally head to the last game. This game was originally a one-point spread. It's moved to two now that uh, Von Miller is out. Yeah. Tennessee Titans are favored by two points. They're heading to Mile High City. 
where Ryan and I have convinced all the fans to hotbox the stadium. Well, you can't really hotbox an open-air stadium, unfortunately. That's what, no, you you know, the challenge accepted. <laughs> challenge accepted. Uh, so, um, what's going to happen here is Tennessee, were they for real? Was there... Um, oh, yeah, I think, again, that's another one of those questions, right? I think they got Jadavion Clowney, just signed him, which is a big signing. Mm-hmm. But again, he's not going to be a factor in this game. He's probably not even going to play. Yeah. Um, I think... We're going to see Tannehill. With Tannehill, A.J. Brown was really good last year. You got Derrick Henry, who was just a beast. It's going to be tough to take down. Without a guy like Von Miller, that could get Derrick Henry mm-hmm. going. I think it's really going to hurt them. I think it's such a deflating loss to have before your first yeah. game that can really just take the, 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 yeah. the wind out of your sails. Like just really affect the whole team. Getting like when they were just like we're gonna do it this year we're the up team and you're like oh we just lost our best defensive player and I think that's gonna carry into this game and I think that's what's gonna make Tennessee um, win I think Tannehill's I'm interested to see if he can keep it up I think he has to prove he got the big contract he's got to show up so I think uh, with them they're gonna go I think they're gonna win it 24 uh, 13 24 13 for Ryan uh, you know even so before the Von Miller injury I had Denver winning this one and I still think I do. Um, I, I'm not fully sure, and I think people are figuring out the Tennessee is how do they get there? What did they do? You know, Tannehill was yeah, he got the ball off to these guys, but he wasn't as accurate. He still reminds me of Miami Tannehill, and I still see those flaws and fallibilities in him. And you know, shutting down Derrick Henry is fine if you can get that fast defense on him. You know, obviously Von Miller being a leader in that, it's going to struggle in that. But I still have this one as as Denver winning this one. Drew Locke has a lot to prove, but he has a lot of talent. They've got a lot of options there in the running, in the passing game. You know, they can hit the Tennessee defense with short passes, a lot of gains. And I think almost in a Brady-esque kind of way, short, 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 move it, move it, move it, keep the clock moving, keep the clock moving. And I've got Tennessee winning this one, or Denver winning this one, 21-17. That is it for our Week 1 picks, everyone. I hope you guys enjoy yourselves and stay safe with your Week 1 picks. We will be, uh, follow our website, we will be letting you know about events that we'll be hosting across the city and ways that we can get in touch. Please, if you want to write for us, contact us, do anything. Get in touch at NFL in London. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. We'll be updating you on our picks every week as we do it. Stay safe, stay sane. Let's go NFL.